When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is going on, Laker fans? Thank you very much for tuning in. One hour talking Los Angeles Lakers basketball. We'll go till uh, 8 p.m. tonight. Brad Turner of the LA Times will join me in about a half hour or so. And, man, just when I thought we had some really good stuff to talk about, just when I thought we can feel optimistic about the Los Angeles Lakers, we got some news a little bit earlier today. So I'll kind of give a little bit of a timeline on this. We usually get a status report that will get it directly from the Lakers that just will say, um, you know, what players are in for tomorrow's game, guys that are questionable, so forth and so forth. So a little bit earlier today, um, got that from the Lakers, says D'Angelo Russell, right ankle sprain is out, Anthony Davis probable. Um, I'm sorry, D'Angelo Russell is doubtful, Uh, Anthony Davis probable. And then you saw LeBron James out. So I, I kind of started thinking about that right out the gate. And I'm like, okay. Um, you're trying to be positive. You're trying to kind of see, all right, let, let's play this out here. They got two games back-to-back. Maybe they don't want to play um, LeBron on this back-to-back. You know what? Sit out the one against Memphis. That's the one that makes sense that you should sit out. And then get your horses ready to go up against, uh, get your best players ready for the game against Oklahoma City Thunder. More realistic that you can win that game. More realistic that you kind of get your, you shoot your bullets in that game than you do against the Memphis game. Memphis game is going to be tough no matter what, even if everybody was playing. And then, um, I don't know what it was, a couple hours ago or so now, I'm going to read off two tweets that Sham Sharania, the athletic, put out there. And look, Shams is one of the best in the business so I, when I see him put out a tweet, I definitely pay attention to it. Sham says, sources, there's fear Lakers star LeBron James is likely to miss an extended period of time with his right foot injury. James suffered the injury in Sunday's win over Dallas, played through it, and belief is he will be sidelined an indefinite amount. Okay, sends out a follow-up tweet to that. Shams put out there, uh, puts out there, James miraculously played through the injury that is now expected to require multiple opinions, sources said, and the Lakers are bracing for his absence to be multiple weeks. I mean, I don't know what to tell you when I read that tweet. And it, it, it's almost, I don't know if disbelief is the right way to put it because um, Braun, you, you, there was a clip yesterday during the game. I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but it was cut up and it was put up on Twitter. And I kept seeing it during the game. On Twitter, Braun said, I heard it pop or I heard something pop. Something along those lines. You could you could see his mouth, him wording that to whoever was coming up to him. Maybe it was AD. I forget it was off the top of my head. So you can see that that happened. But Braun stayed in the game. So I kind of just assumed, all right, maybe it's not as serious as it was. Now, that doesn't mean he wasn't limping after the game. That doesn't mean that he didn't look like LeBron James. 
But the fact that he stayed in the game, I just kind of in my head was like, okay, maybe it's not as bad as we thought. Now, Bron did have a quote after the game, um, and I'll read that in just a second. I know Darvin Ham, uh, everybody just kind of mentioned, look, we'll make sure that he's good and everything along those lines. But LeBron said yesterday after the game, it's been better. That's for sure. But I definitely wasn't going to go to the locker room and not finish the game out tonight. Just understood the importance of the game. And then with the momentum that we had, I felt like we could still win after being down. All right, that's obviously addressing yesterday's game. Um, Let me walk everybody through the scenario that the Lakers are in right now. Okay. Um, 23 games was what we had before the All-Star game. We kept pointing out 23 games left, 23 games left. They beat the Golden State Warriors last Thursday, beat them handily. The first time they got to play all their players together was right before the All-Star break against the Pelicans, took care of business there. Some key pieces missing, but those weren't games. Lakers just showed that, hey, this is a better team since the trade deadline. And then yesterday, afternoon game against the Dallas Mavericks was the first time that, for me, it was like, all right, hey, this is a pretty good test. Luka's there. Kyrie's there. Jason uh, Jason Kidd, a good coach. The Dallas Mavericks, they're in playoff picture. And I'm not telling you they're a perfect team. I'm not telling you they're going to go come out of the West, but it was a good test. It was on the road. And now we were just kind of starting to get a chance to see where is this team at? Can they go on the road and beat a team like the Dallas Mavericks? Oh, by the way, they did it, and they did it without D'Angelo Russell. I won't get into the details uh, just yet. But reading that tweet from Shams, I'm going to read the end of this. And the Lakers are bracing for his absence to be multiple weeks. Um. March 1st is coming up. Tomorrow is the uh, 28th, and then March 1st is uh, on Wednesday. About six weeks left in the season. There's 21 games left in the season. Let's read what Shams is saying as, uh, let's just say that that's the scenario that plays out. He misses multiple weeks. Um, That's not couple weeks, but let's just pretend it was a couple weeks. That's eight games that Braun would miss. There's eight games in the next two weeks. We've talked a little bit about this. Once you come back from the All-Star break, there's so many games that are bunched together. This is part of the NBA. Um, You had, what, seven days off, eight days off for some of the players. And then it's, okay, we're going to fit as many games as we possibly can in before the postseason starts. Um, Basically, what you're saying is Braun is going to miss if there's 21 games left. Is, Is it safe to say he'd miss... 40% of those games, 35% of those games, 50% of the games. I mean, I'm just making up numbers, but I'm just going off of what Shams put out there. And again, you know, I I take Shams' word. He's really, really good at what he does, so I I pay close close attention to this tweet here. Devastating news. Um, I feel bad, and as as long as we will eventually get, you know, more information on this, but I feel bad on the bronze side of it because – You know, LeBron putting out there, this was during the All-Star break, it's the most important 23 games of his career in the regular season. And we spent a little time on this. I think it was last Lakers talk that we did, kind of breaking down, well, what does that really mean? What do you mean it's the most important uh, 23 games of um, of your career in the regular season? It made sense. For the most part, his entire career, 
it was never about making the playoffs. That wasn't really in jeopardy. Now, it's been in jeopardy with the Lakers, a lot of that having to do with injuries. He went, he emphasized, hey, I don't want to not make the playoffs two years in a row. Braun knows he's in his 20th season. Braun knows that the clock is ticking. Braun knows that he doesn't know how many cracks, uh, how many uh, at-bats he's going to get moving forward to try to compete. And and for him, I'm sure that as one of the all-time greats to ever do it, he's thinking to himself, I just got to get in the playoffs. Once we get in the playoffs, me, Anthony Davis, and look at all this crew of these new role players that I'm playing with. Let's We could make things interesting. Nobody's guaranteeing you that they're going to go make a finals run. Um, and then this news. I, I feel for Braun because you know for him – He's thinking in his, in, in his own mind, all right, that's two years in a row that Anthony Davis has not always been there. And Braun has missed some games as well. The point is that they've had health issues, and Anthony Davis has missed over around 50% of the last two seasons. And then now it looks like, for the first time it feels like in a year and a half, two years, things are actually lining up towards the Lakers or lining up in their favor and now Braun could potentially miss, uh, you know, obviously a couple of weeks or so. And if that's the case, uh, I don't know what you want me to tell you, but I'll throw out some stats here for you. Um, Lakers are five and nine without LeBron this season. They're thirty-six and sixty-two without him um, during his uh, time with the Lakers. Those are just that's factual. That's just what the Lakers are without LeBron James now. Can I sit here and make a case that this roster is different than the roster than a couple weeks ago? Absolutely, I can. I'm actually going to spend some time doing that. But we know LeBron James, his presence, when he's on the floor and when he's not, what this Lakers team is. And that's with Anthony Davis being good, healthy, and being on the floor. When LeBron James is not there... It's of of course, it's a completely different team. You know, when AD was gone for the stretch that he was out this year, Lakers hovered around 500. You know what doesn't happen when Braun's not there? The Lakers do not hover around 500. Lakers are actually four and one since the all or since the uh, the uh, trade deadline. The one loss that they have, just something to keep in mind, was without LeBron James against the Portland Trail Blazers. The Blazers put up 127 points on them, and D'Angelo played in that game, but that was the one game that lost. Now, they also have a win without Braun. That was a win that they got up in the bay against the Golden State Warriors. So um, that's just kind of the reality of the Lakers situation, and um, I don't want to make it sound doom and gloom, but the history would say that the Lakers are not going to have success with LeBron James out there. This is the difference, and I want to spend a little time on this, and Laker fans, you know, feel free to chime in as much as you'd like here, 877-710-ESPN. Um, if LeBron misses a couple week, couple weeks, can the Lakers still make the playoffs? Because I will tell you this, I'm going to raise my hand here, and I think a lot of people feel this way, especially before we got the news, there's more optimism around the Lakers than there has been in two years. There's more optimism around this team and what Palenka and what the front office did before the trade deadline that um, I have not felt. And I haven't really felt that much excitement around the Lakers. We could try to get excited, but real true excitement of, hey, I think this team can hang with anybody. If Bron's not there for a couple weeks, 
can the D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Davis, Jared Vanderbilt, Rui Hachimura, Dennis Schroeder, Austin Reeves, um, Lonnie Walker, Mo Bamba, go down the list of all the players that the Lakers have. Can they still make this thing interesting? Let's talk about that when we come back. Your phone calls if you want to chime in on this. Lakers talk, by the way, is presented by Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Oil changes, tire rotations, transmission care, and more. Just pull up, drive in, and drive out. Only takes about 15 minutes. Do not procrastinate. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for location and game-winning coupons. Off your next Valvoline Instant Oil Change. I'm going to try and make a case why the Lakers can still make things interesting if Braun is out for a couple of weeks. We'll take some of your phone calls when we come back. Brad Turner from the LA Times at 7.30. Stay right here. This is Lakers Talk on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. I appreciate you guys being a part of the show. Brad Turner coming up in about 15 minutes or so from the LA Times. Man, just kind of deflating news earlier today. Uh, I read the Shams tweet from a little bit earlier to sum things up, Lakers bracing for his absence to be multiple weeks. We're talking about LeBron James. Um, Lakers fear that LeBron is like, likely to miss an extended period of time with a right foot injury. You know, he had been, uh, I remember vividly, Lakers are playing the Thunder. Bron's about to break the record. The game that he scores, 36. Needed 36, got 38, I think, something like that. Um, and uh, I, I could see Bron, when he would come out of the game, he would take his right shoe off, and he was uh, looks like he was kind of had one of those rollers on the bottom of his foot. So he was always kind of working on his right foot. Um, and then what that injury means yesterday is uh, is obviously going to be um, uh, it, it could really just determine the Lakers' season. Simple as that. Can I make a case here, real quick? Can I try to make a case that I don't want to give up on this Lakers team just yet? that if Braun ends up missing a couple of weeks, I'm just going to call it a couple of weeks. And again, there's I have no way of telling how long Braun's going to be out for. Um, I did read that they're going to try to get multiple opinions. Um, so let me just kind of put that to the side. Only 21 games left. You only got about six weeks left in the season. So every week that goes by, you can basically bank on four games out the way. Lakers this week alone, Memphis, Oklahoma City, uh, Minnesota, and the Golden State Warriors. By the time I do another show next week for Lakers talk, four games out. Um, So you'll be down to 17 games. It's just clock is ticking that way. I want to make a case here. I want to make a case that 
I don't want to count out this Laker team just yet of still snatching up one of those playoff spots. Or in this case, snatching up one of those play-in games, and then hopefully you got a you know obviously a healthy squad for the last couple of weeks, and you could go uh, take a chance. There's there's a couple of reasons why I don't want to count the Lakers out. First off, um, part of the reason why I don't want to count them out is um, I don't think these teams that are in front of the Lakers are some unbelievable squads that if you open up an opportunity for them, watch out. Blazers are two games below 500. Um, the Blazers don't look like, to me, a team that is going to make any real noise. Uh, God bless Dame. He's an amazing player, 71 points yesterday. But I don't think the Blazers are putting any fear in a lot of teams that are in front of them or or behind them. Um, Thunder, similar. Now, don't get me wrong. The Thunder have had the Lakers number, but they're incredibly inexperienced. They're incredibly young um, I think they've already had a good season just sitting where they are and the fact that they're a part of this mix. The Pelicans are currently losing to the Orlando Magic. Okay, so there's a perfect example at home. I know Zion's not there, but they've collapsed over the last month without Zion, and no one knows when Zion's going to come back. Minnesota bit, blew a big lead to the Golden State Warriors yesterday, and that was with the Golden State Warriors not having Draymond, not having Steph. I'm not sure if Wiggins played, but I know – I don't even think Wiggins played, but just as an example, that's not a team you can rely on. They're going to eventually get Carl Anthony Towns back. Utah, um, nice team, but to be honest with you, I don't think it matters to them whether they're in the mix or they're not. Their goal was sell off all their players, go get as many draft picks as they can, and they went out and did so. So the competition, it's not like you're facing teams that are unstoppable. These are all 500 teams, game or two above, game or two below, and that probably won't change the entire way. I'm going to make a case for the Laker personnel that they have. I like what the Lakers did at the trade deadline, and I'm pretty sure everybody who's listening to this show likes what Palenka in the front office did at the trade deadline. Of course you have to have LeBron James. Of course if you're going to go anywhere, LeBron is so incredibly important. But can the Lakers hang around 500 with Anthony Davis, D'Angelo Russell, who's doubtful for tomorrow, so I'm already hurting my own case because D'Angelo goes down with that ankle injury a couple games ago. How long is it going to take for D'Angelo to not only get back but be comfortable with playing 30 minutes a game? That's a big question mark. But can the Lakers with Anthony Davis, D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, who we were praising yesterday um, as as we should have been praising, um, Austin Reeves, Dennis Schroeder, Mo Bamba, the rest of this crew, um, can they not beat some of these teams that are in front of them? Can they play 500 basketball while Braun is gone? And, oh, by the way, I don't know if playing 500 ball when LeBron is gone is going to be enough. You're already three games below 500. It might not be enough. Um, I don't want to count them out. I really don't. I think I have some curiosity because – it's not like I've seen 25 games with these guys. We're all kind of trying to figure it out. We just know that what we've seen so far, we've liked. And two of those games uh, already, the Lakers have played without LeBron with these new guys. Remember, after LeBron broke the record, he sat out three straight games. One against the Bucks, one against the Warriors, one against the Blazers. Lakers went 1-2 and two in those three games. But actually, no, I'm sorry. Lakers went 1-1. One and one because the Bucks game, nobody was ready to play yet. None of the new players were able to play yet. I don't want to count them out. I, I really don't. I think I, I'm, I have a curiosity to see if this Lakers team can hang. 
maybe um, maybe I'm crazy, but um, I, I I don't want to count them out until I get to see three, four, five games with these guys going together, and we take it from there. Let's go to Solomon and Lake Balboa. What's going on, Solomon? Hey, I'm good, Alan, and you are not crazy. I think the Ra- I, I think the, <laughs> the Raiders. I think the Lakers. If they if they tread water, you're correct. It may not be enough, but they can at least do that with the players that they have and that they attained obtained in that trade. And I know this this might sound crazy. They kind of owe it to LeBron. This guy has grinded out this season on that bad wheel for a long time, and I was afraid this was coming. There was going to come a point where he just couldn't go anymore. And hopefully it won't cost the Lakers an opportunity to get into the playoffs. So I'm with you. I'm, I'm positive about it. I think they're deep enough now that they can still make a run, and let's see what happens. Solomon, I appreciate you calling in. Okay, two things I want to hit on. First off, what you said about the Braun piece of this. And I, I mentioned this. Listen, if there's one thing LeBron James um, has continued to do is it's miraculous at – his age, the way the NBA is geared, how many games he actually ends up playing. It's miraculous that Braun, in his 20th season, is still lacing it up and giving you 36 minutes a night or whatever he is and averaging 30 minutes a game. Oh, I'm sorry, 30 points a game. Um, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I cannot obviously predict, but I have some curiosity. I do. I mean, if I want to throw this all on Anthony Davis' shoulders and say, Anthony Davis, carry him, I've done that before, and that hasn't really worked out. But I don't want it to be A.D. carry him. I'd like it more to be A.D., Vanderbilt, Reeves, um, D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley. Uh, There's enough guys there. All I've been talking about these last couple of days is some of the Lakers' depth. So I I would hate to just kind of have this on – one individual, and then all of a sudden put it all on, well, Anthony Davis, this is your time, this is your moment. I think AD has proved, look, he's got to have the right pieces around him. Obviously, he's got to have Braun with him as well. Um, but if you if we are having this conversation two weeks ago or three weeks, whenever the All-Star break was, I'm sorry, whenever the trade deadline was, and it was the same team that the Lakers had before the deadline, and it was uh, – it was Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook, and it was Juan Toscano and Damian Jones and Kendrick Nunn, all these guys, Thomas Bryant. If it was still that team, I would tell you, yeah, start preparing for the offseason. That's a wrap, guys. Call today, April 9th is the last game of the regular season. If Braun's going to mix games, if, if it was still the same roster as it was before the trade deadline, I would be planning my vacation coming up for late April and early May. But it's not the same roster and I do have much more confidence in this current roster today than I would have ever had before the trade deadline. That's not to say that it's still not, you know, an incredible challenge with the Lakers got in front of them. Um, Brian in Encino. What's going on, Brian? Not much. Um, it's obviously some devastating news. We really needed LeBron to come in and kind of take us. I think we could have made it to the sixth seed uh, with LeBron. We were only a few games back, and we were on a roll. But now everyone's up, and that includes AD, who I don't really have any confidence in. He's got to really um, play like a like Kobe said to Paul Gasol in 2012. It's time to put your big boy pants on and take us into the playing game, and hopefully LeBron will be ready by then. Because all we got to do is 
pretty. It looks like it has so much chemistry, and we're good to go. And I also really need LeBron back for my fantasy team, but that's separate. fair enough. Yeah, no, I, I pre- th- thank you for throwing down that that last part in there, Brian. I know it's very critical to your fantasy team. No, I appreciate you calling in. Listen, I, I think the points are I think the points are interesting. I think the points are fair. I think the Anthony Davis piece. That's why I kind of I've done this a few different times when talking about AD. Look, AD had a game yesterday where he was 35 and 15, three or four blocks, whatever he had. He was fantastic against the Dallas Mavericks. I loved it. He had some moves, some isolation moves, looked beautiful, smooth as can possibly be. Looked like, you know, if we start looking at, um, we looked at some games when 2020, that bubble. He's had moments like that this year. But I haven't seen AD have a lot of those moments on a consistent basis with the Los Angeles Lakers and not having LeBron right next to him. So we have to wait to see if that happens. Now, I will say this. If D'Angelo's healthy, D'Angelo's around, um, that could also change the dynamic a lot. But as of right now, D'Angelo's doubtful for tomorrow, and they got another game coming up on uh, Wednesday against uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Thomas in L.A. What's going on, Thomas? Hey, Alan. First thing I want to tell you, please no more hot dog eating contests with Mason. Was, man, that was okay. how long ago was that? Like three years ago? Yeah, I think I think I've retired. I'll just from let there. you know I've been listening to you for a long time. Listen, I appreciate it. Listen, Thank dude. You. Uh, I got three grown sons. They're in their forties. Mm-hmm. Just because you criticize somebody does not mean that you hate them. Please record this and let uh, LeBron hear it. Stop your complaining. Stop complaining to the rest. If you want to be the goat, now number one. He may be the GOAT in his generation, but stop comparing him to Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was so exciting to watch. He had the movies. He had all that stuff. It's just, please, LeBron, stop complaining Thomas, to would the it be, would, it be, would it be fair, and I appreciate you calling in. Look, the complaining stuff, who was it? Lakers played uh, Dallas yesterday, and Luka, I feel like, complains every 30 seconds. I, I, I agree with you. I, I hate the complaining. I hate the... I mean, sometimes, look, the referees, do they make mistakes? Do they make those? hundred percent they do. But let's put that to the side. The GOAT conversation, I'm going to tell you where I am, and I only have to do this once because I don't really do this very often anyways. Um, you could say it's if I sat four different people down, and might, some of them might be in four different de- generations, one guy might say, hey, Wilt is the greatest player of all time. The next guy might say Kareem's the greatest player. The next guy might say Michael Jordan's the greatest player. And the next guy might say LeBron James is the greatest player. I don't really think any of those answers can be wrong. People can make a case. It's the same thing, and I think it's similar um, You know, when people try to have the conversations. The best band of all time. It's the best rapper. It's the best country singer. I It's kind of your preference. They're all the great, so... I don't really uh, like getting into the uh, too too much in the weeds of uh, of that world. Um, okay, got Brad Turner, the LA Times, coming up next. I'm going to get his thoughts on this Lakers team, and we'll get his opinion. Can the Lakers still hang around for a couple of weeks here if LeBron James is out? We'll do all that coming up next. Stay right here. Um, this is Lakers talk on 710 ESPN. I right, appreciate you guys being a part of the show. We'll uh, get Brad Turner here on. In uh, just a second, Lakers got a couple games. It's a busy week for the Lake Show. The Memphis Grizzlies coming up tomorrow. Um, they also got in all these teams. It's 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 interesting. You got the Thunder, who are half a game behind the Lakers. Uh, a little bit later in the week, Friday, you'll have the Minnesota Timberwolves, who are one game in front of the Lakers. 
You still got a game against the Warriors, two games in front of the Lakers. I was trying to make I was trying to make the case here that um a lot of these teams in front of the Lakers or around them, it's not like anybody's going to run away with this thing. So let me give you a perfect example. Pelicans lost at home today to the Orlando Magic, 101-93. to I had that game on in the background. It's, it's again, can the Lakers hang around? If LeBron is out, we'll have to wait and see. But there's also, I, I don't think there's that many teams. There's a number of teams that are either at 500, a game or two up, a game or two below. No one, I think, is going to run away with this. want to welcome in Brad Turner. Covers uh, the Lakers and the NBA for the LA Times. Uh, BT, first off, uh, as always, greatly appreciate your time. I I will start off with, you know, the news tonight that's going around. First, we get the note from the Lakers that LeBron's going to be out. Sham Sharania had tweeted out um, that the Lakers are bracing for his absence to be multiple weeks. Talking about Bron. Um, I I know you got a lot of insight as well, and I'm just curious to get your thoughts what what do you make of this, and and um, what do you make of some of the reports that are out there right now? Well, obviously, it's bad news if these reports are true. And based on the things that I'm hearing, and also my coworker Darren Waikie, who's with the team in Memphis right now, it it doesn't sound good. We know LeBron has this history of coming back before we think he can, but there what six weeks left in the season. And if he's out for whatever extended period of time is, we don't know what that is. He doesn't know what it is. The Lakers don't know what it is. It's just not good for them because they were playing so well and they're fighting for for a playing spot at the very least and perhaps even the top six spot. Yeah, BT, and I don't know what you think of, you know, as the season was progressing and Braun was putting on all those minutes – and he wasn't doing it because he was bored. He was doing it because trying to keep the Lakers in the hunt, trying to keep the Lakers in the mix. Um, how much? I, I just I'm curious. How much do you think this is just part of the wear and tear of being a basketball player? That's 20 years in the NBA. All the minutes that he has in the playoffs. I mean, I I I I really do try as best as I can to take a step back and just appreciate what Braun is doing at this stage of his career. Um, if you're going to miss some significant time or a couple of weeks or whatever it is, like you just mentioned, BT, it's not a surprise or a shock. I mean, the man is out there every single night. He's playing 36, 38 minutes. It's just uh, it's amazing what he's tried to do over these last couple of years. You know, that's a good point you're bringing up. 20 years in the league of playing, at some point your body just can't keep doing the same thing. It just can't take that pounding. We don't know. You and I aren't doctors. So we don't know for sure, but we can only assume that early this year when he's playing those 36, 37 minutes a night, sometimes 40 minutes a night, what did that do to the foot, to the body? Although the last two games he played, what, less than 26, which is good, right. and they no, won he, those he games. A, I think he had a 29 and a 26. You're right, under 30 right. minutes in those last two. You know, So that says a lot about how well the team was playing and how deep they are, and that they didn't need him to put that much time into the game for the Lakers to win. But now you just start to wonder, man, does it – it adds up. No matter what we think, it adds up to the degree it's at right now. We just don't know. So we're coming off a a really, really great start to that road trip, and I know – what – 
a quarter and a half into that game against the Mavs, Lakers at one point down 27. But BT, they find a way to come all the way back. D'Angelo Russell doesn't play in the game yesterday. A number of guys contributed. One night, you know, against the Warriors, it was Beasley. Yesterday was Jared Vanderbilt, so one of these new Lakers that um, really has impact in the game. Um, what? It's so tough to try to think of this Lakers team right now, not because Braun is not there, but more because there's so many new pieces. But I think it's fair to say so far those pieces have meshed. So far it feels like guys understand their role, and this team is a lot better than it was a few weeks ago. If Braun is out for a couple of weeks, can this team hang with you know some of these other teams in the Western Conference? Can they hover around just to still be in the mix for by the time you know hopefully LeBron comes back down the road is this team good enough have you seen enough to think that they can hang well if you say hang yes they can hang but you want to win can they win some games that's the big question for them I think they can if Anthony Davis now takes his game to another level what we saw last night out of AD is what we were going to need to see even the LeBron James had played. With LeBron James being out for sure tomorrow against the Grizzlies, AD has to be that guy. It's got to be – I sound like Shaq now. It's got to be like 30 and 12 a night. But those are the numbers that they need out of Anthony Davis. He has to be the best player on the court every single night, no matter who the team is. It has to be Anthony Davis. Now, of course, they will need to get back Daniel Russell as well. He's out with an ankle injury. They'll need him back to kind of take up some of the offensive slack with LeBron being out. But for me, AD is that guy. I need to see him play like he did last night for the rest of the season. BT, do you have confidence that that can happen, that will happen? And I'm just going off of, um, you know, obviously his history with the Lakers if he's on the floor and Braun is not there, do you have confidence that he could be that player that you're referring to or that player that you saw yesterday on a consistent basis? You know, I do. I do because we've seen it over a long stretch this season. We saw it again last night, obviously the game against Golden State at home. He had he had double he had a double double, only five shots, but the idea for Golden State was not to let him be the dominant force. He has to be the guy that says, give me the ball. I'm taking the ball. I'm going to run things through me. And you guys play off of me. I know that's not how he thinks, but for them to win, he has to be a force every single game. And he can't be that going forward. He has to be that. Otherwise, it would be a tough goal for them without LeBron. Brad Turner taking some time here to join us on Lakers Talk. Covers the Lakers for the LA Times and the NBA as well. Um, you know, BT, the way you're describing, I, I can't disagree with you. You're not wrong on the Anthony Davis has to take over. You're not wrong on that 30 and 15 stat line with three block shots and uh, doing a little bit of everything. It's got to be there every night. What what I find kind of fascinating, and I I find I I think is just equally as important. Um, these new guys that the Lakers have, it's it. The unfortunate part is we have such a small sample size, so I can't sit here and say uh, it's been thirty games that they've played together or forty games that they played together. It literally has been five games 
And I know in two of those games, Braun wasn't even there because he was recovering after the game against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, As important as it's going to be for Anthony Davis to do work, man, they're going to need three, four other guys to step up every single night. And I think, you know, what you mentioned about the D'Angelo Russell piece, if D'Lo doesn't hurt his ankle just two games ago and now doubtful for tomorrow, let's say he misses tomorrow as well, that's supposed to be your third best player on this team. And that that's where it really kind of – it's a tough pill to swallow because it's not just Braun that's out. It's the other playmaker, the other point guard that you're supposed to have in this situation. I mean, that's two starters you don't have. That's – let's just say calculated to be almost, what, 40 points? You know, double figures and assists, double figures perhaps in rebounds that you're missing – I mean, guys that run the offense for you, that also means that you put more minutes on the bodies for other guys that normally wouldn't play a lot. I mean, Dennis now has to play a few more minutes. Troy Brown maybe plays more minutes because LeBron is out. You have Austin Reeves now being a backup point guard. He can do it, but that's not his sole role for the team. You have Rui Hachimura, who now has to come in and show that he can be a quality role player. I mean, it requires all of them to do their jobs and do their jobs well until LeBron comes back and until D'Angelo comes back. You know, it's crazy, BT. Um, I know it was a long time ago, but this – yeah, sometimes you play the season out and there are certain games or certain stretches and you say, well, that's going to cost you. The Lakers are still trying to dig out a 2-10, and right? Yeah. And – it might be the difference. Listen, I know there's a lot of things in between. You can't just look at it as the 2-10 and ten is the reason why the Lakers didn't make the playoffs. AD's missed games. Now Braun's missing some games. You had the uh, – finally, by the time the Lakers made a move at the NBA trade deadline, only 23 games left from the All-Star break. and every, there, There's a lot of storylines. But isn't that kind of crazy? They're two, they started off 2-10, and ten, and they never got back to 500. And at three games below 500 right now, you play a Memphis team tomorrow that you know is going to be ready to go, and um, that's going to be a tough one. You can fall four games below 500 by the time by the time tomorrow's all said and done, and, and no one would really be surprised or shocked, especially without Braun potentially, you know, D'Lo as well. Um, it's crazy that that two and ten start. They were you you felt it when it was happening. How the heck do you dig out of this? They still, to this day, have not dug out of that hole. No, they haven't. That's uh, <laughs> that's tough to do when you start the season that way. And think about this, Alan. They also went on a five-game winning streak, and they still couldn't dig out of it. Because then, after the winning streak, I think AD gets hurt not long after that. The Browns missed games. And it was just a lot of stuff going on that didn't go their way. But, look, here we are. Yep. They still are in it. As you said earlier, the Pelicans lost tonight. Mm -hmm. They were a game ahead of the Lakers at the the 10th spot. So now that means the Lakers tonight is just a half game behind them. Portland is also right there ahead of the Lakers. So it's not over. They just have to dig down a little bit more like they have all year long and try to get some wins. BT, I'm curious to get your thoughts here. and Just a couple NBA questions. We're going to let you go. The NBA right now in the Western Conference, you know, whether it's watching the Nuggets and the Clippers yesterday or it's watching um, 
Memphis blow out Denver the night before, or it's watching the uh, Clippers and the Sacramento Kings go to double overtime. You look at the Western Conference right now, I think everybody's just waiting for KD to obviously come and, and start playing with the Phoenix Suns. But if I told you pick one team out of the West, let's just assume who's healthy is healthy. Um, can you pick <laughs> who's your who's your one team that you pick, or and you can have some uh, some subplots in between of what you think. Oh man, it's that tough. Is- so difficult to okay, do. Okay, BT, how, how about but, this? If, if the playoffs started today, just to kind of give you an idea, Suns would play Clippers in the first round. Dallas oof. would go up against Sacramento. Um, uh, Golden State would have Memphis. It, it, there's so many good matchups here in the Western <laughs> Conference. I'm just curious to kind of how you think this is going to unfold. You know, I watched the game last night between the Nuggets and the Clippers, and – I was impressed by Denver. I think they have the talent to come out of the West. They're going to have – they got the center in Jokic, who is a two-time MVP, may end up being the third-time MVP, three in a row, which hasn't been done since, what, Larry Bird, I think? I think Larry Bird, yeah. Right? And they're, they're pretty deep as well. I'm going to pick one team if I have to. I'm picking Denver to come out of the West. All things be considered, everyone's being healthy. Everyone's playing their best basketball. They have been the top team in the West all season long. I'm sticking with them. What's crazy, BT, is for the most part, I haven't really heard anybody talk uh, about the Nuggets, or not not they haven't talked about them, but they're not picking them to come out of the Western Conference. And you're no. right, there is something about them where they just keep playing. I watched that game yesterday against the Clippers as well. I know the game went into overtime, but um, push came to shove. Everything ran through Jokic. Um, Jamal Murray gives what he can. Aaron Gordon, uh, um, uh, obviously, uh, I'm drawing a blank here, um, Oh, Reggie Jackson they just got, um, right. Michael Porter Jr. But I, I just – it is it is a KCP on that team. It's just fascinating because I could ask five different people who do you think is coming out of the West. I could get five different answers. And, and that's what makes this season pretty unique. It does because some people think – most people think that it will be the Phoenix Suns because they have a Kevin Durant. And well, but he hasn't played yet. And that's not a bad choice. Here's the beauty is um, when that team gets put together, and obviously if everybody's healthy, they'll definitely be one of the favorites, and we'll have to kind of wait and see what happens. BT, I appreciate your time as always, my man. I will see you for the Lakers' next home game coming up this Friday. Always appreciate your insight. Thank you. Will Michael Thompson be at that next home game, you think? He'll be there with you, waiting, uh, waiting right there with you. Well, I'll make it anyway. All right, BT. Thank you, brother. I appreciate the time. All right, that is uh, Brad Turner of the LA Times right there. Okay, final thoughts when we come back. Um, man, that that uh, that kind of previewing the next four games will be a little bit different, but we'll do that coming up next. Stay right here. This is uh, Lakers Talk on 710 ESPN. Thank you to Hoke for their partnership here on uh, Lakers Talk 710 ESPN. So, packed week for the Los Angeles Lakers. I know we already talked about it. It's This is the news. The news tonight is um, sources, at least out there, Sham Sharania saying that 
Lakers are bracing for Braun to be out for multiple weeks. Only six weeks left in the season. So let, let me break down a couple things here real quick for everybody as uh, we give our final thoughts. Um, 21 games left. The Lakers actually gained ground today in the NBA standings at that number 10 spot because the mighty Pelicans lost to the Orlando Magic at home. Uh, they are in a free fall. They've lost four games in a row, and that's um, just kind of been – Timberwolves have lost three in a row. Pelicans have lost four. Oklahoma City has lost three. Everybody's pretty much faint playing 500 basketball. And then here are the Lakers – Four and one in their last five on a three game um, or on a two game winning no three game winning streak trying to make it four tomorrow. Um, the news about LeBron James obviously makes this an incredible challenge for the Lake Show. I, I was trying to make the case, and I saw some people you know tweeting at me with some different things. I was trying to make the case that I still think that this Lakers team can win. They can win some games. Um, uh, even without LeBron James here, and, and I would not have felt that way. You know, I would not have felt that way before the trade deadline. But I really, really like the players that the, the Lakers currently have now. I think really now what it's going to come down to, if Braun is out for a couple of weeks, what's D'Lo's health? Because if D'Angelo Russell is there and he's all right and he's as close to healthy as he can possibly be, um, and he's doubtful for tomorrow, so that could be a strategic thing, and they're saying, okay, forget tomorrow's game. Let's just focus on the Thunder game coming up on Wednesday. Part of me doesn't think that that's the case because I think if he can go, they would have him in these games. You only have 21 games left. But the D'Lo piece becomes incredibly critical um, because that's what you're going to need with, yes, with Anthony Davis. BT was trying to make the case that AD's got to take over and he's got to have the 30, the 15s, and the and the four block shots and everything else. Just kind of have to have games like last night. I'm not saying he doesn't need to do that, but what I'm saying is what's equally important is four or five other guys are contributing. That Beasley and Rui and D'Angelo and Austin Reeves and Mo Bamba, Jared Vanderbilt, all these other guys are going to have to have a piece in the pie here and if they don't I don't it's going to be very difficult for the Lakers to uh to win some games here. Um quick shout out here Valvoline Instant Oil Change, a proud partner here of Lakers Talk. Visit socaloilchange.com for location and game winning coupons off your next Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Again, socaloilchange.com um and make sure to get your uh, car serviced whenever it's uh it's time to get the uh, service done. So the four games this week at Memphis tomorrow at Oklahoma City on Wednesday um home against the Minnesota Timberwolves and home against the Golden State Warriors. I will say if Braun is to miss a couple weeks as an example, that's eight games right there. And the schedule is so condensed and it's so packed. Uh, each one of these games are obviously critical. I, I'm I'm a little I'm a little less interested in tomorrow's game against Memphis. I'm more interested in that OKC game on Wednesday. I know that kind of sounds funny, but the OKC game I see as it being very winnable, and the Memphis game being incredibly difficult just because of the predicament the Lakers are in. Um, all right, Laker fans, that will do it. I'm back on tomorrow morning with Travis Rogers at 10 a.m. Also, uh, we'll have pregame show starting tomorrow at 3, three o'clock. Uh, thank you to Michael Funches, Laura Romo, Mario Ruiz. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. L.A., hope you guys have a great rest of your night.